welcome to Season 2, Episode 8 of Father and Dad, where we give you a candid, inside look at the shared journey of a seminarian on his path to fatherhood and his dad. I'm Dad, P.J. Carraher. And I am Father, God willing, Stephen, his son. Yes, Stephen. Well, here we are. Uh, here we are. Uh, here we are again on another uh, another Sunday uh, together, and uh, you, you're there at, uh, at at school. Tell me how how are things going? What's uh, what you've been up to lately? What are you prepping for and everything? Yeah, things are going well. So it's the last couple of weeks of Lent as we're recording yeah. this. Um, so we're just uh, gearing up. It's actually the final stretch of our semester here. So uh, this is the time when papers are starting to become due and uh, things start ramping up. So this is uh, a <laughs> yeah, definitely a very exciting time. But uh, yeah, it's definitely a time too where um, you know it's just some other things are ramping up as well. Like we're continuing to go to uh, college campuses and do some evangelization there, uh, and uh, so ramping up that kind of stuff as well. So yeah, no, it's, it's a good time. Is that what you're going to be doing like during the summertime or something like that? Or is that something you do during the school year or what's that? Yeah. So I'll be doing something different over the summer. This summer, I believe I'll be assigned to a parish internship. So there might be different things that I'll be involved in at the parish. Okay. Uh, And who knows, you know, what kind of evangelization opportunities that they have there. But yeah, uh, but yeah, during the school year, we have some opportunities to do some more uh, pastoral work, like what we're doing this semester, evangelizing at a college campus. So evangelizing at a college campus. All right. That just sounds a little bit of a challenge. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Let me ask it. This is kind of a, a, a. uh, a, a detail question. Do you come dressed in clerics as you go there? Cause, and I'm yeah. saying that oh, because yeah. oh, that yeah. kind of identifies you then on campus. And that brings, you know what I mean? Have you, have you, let me back up. Have you done this yet? Have you gone to any campuses yet or? or? Yeah. So we have been, so actually think like over yeah. the past semester. So we, we, we started off, I think about like maybe week three or four in the semester. And we've been going yeah. back every week to a college campus uh, same when, same like campus, Wednesday afternoons. just out of curiosity. Yeah, the same campus. Yeah. And I think that's good because then people will start to know. Mm-hmm. And then I'm just sorry for me jumping with all the stuff. Do you have like a same spot where you'll go? So people like in a union or something. So people know you there or are you roving around like you're trying to establish a presence. I'm getting. Yeah, or, sure, sure, sure. So we're actually what we're doing right now is not so much establishing, establishing a presence for ourselves as yeah. more as like trying to trying to gather people in. Um, okay you know, to, to the Catholic student center. So that's kind of like one of our goals. So, ah, okay. um, but, but the, the major overarching goal is, uh, we're kind of just roving around and okay. sometimes we'll have like a table outside or, you know, maybe we'll have a table inside with a few rosaries or some miraculous yeah. medals. And basically what we're trying to do is we're just trying to just start conversations with people and see what they believe about God and see if we can leave them with something, see if we could preach the gospel to them or see, you okay. know, see if we can have them help them take an, another step forward in their journey, uh, in their relationship with God. So fantastic. yeah, it's, it's very interesting. Before I get into more details, I want to ask you like prep wise, how do you, yeah. pre- how do you, how did, how did you prep and how will you continue to prep? for something like that? Yeah, no, that's, that's a really good question. Cause like going into this, like I personally didn't have like any evangelization experience right. at all. And I'd say probably, I want to say a, a, the vast majority of seminarians who are doing it with me also didn't have much of an experience of okay. this kind of evangelization, which is kind of, you know, there, there's, you can think about evangelization in different ways, you know, 
uh, you know, there's evangelization with our family and friends, and that's kind of a more of a, you know, you're walking in a relationship with them. So things, things move at a slower pace. Things can move at a slower pace. But we're yeah. doing more of like street corner evangelization. We're out <laughs> in the streets. You know, we're, we're running into people who we've never met before, and we're trying to like very quickly establish a relationship with them okay. and very quickly just kind of see where they're at. And then see what we can do to preach the gospel in some way to them. Just kind of like the first, you know, the first apostles are doing, you know, after Pentecost, you know, they're going out in the streets and they're, mm-hmm. they're just proclaiming the good news that Jesus Christ has died for us and he's right, he's risen for us and he desires us in a relationship with him. So, and, and there's definitely a, 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 a sense that, you know, yeah. it's not just before I was a seminarian, I was very scared of doing something like this. And sure. even as a seminarian, it's really scary as well. So there's no, like, there's not a lot of difference in terms of like level or level of kind of like fear of doing this in terms like a lot of seminarians my brother seminarians too i think would would admit to this too it's it's kind of a it's a little nerve-wracking thing because you don't really know how people are going to react you know it's like are they going right. to just like yell at me or are they right. just gonna like you know it's so there's there's a lot of like nervousness that goes into it so what they do what the seminary has done is yeah. they've they've tried their best to uh, give us the tools to be able to go out and evangelize to be a little bit more comfortable um, just kind of in our approach. Okay. And so, so, what, so they, what are some of those tools? I, I'd really yeah. love to hear. Yeah. Yeah. So um, uh, just a major tool that we had um, <clears throat> was we were, we brought in a couple of people from, there's a ministry called St. Paul Street Evangelization. Hmm. Uh, and hmm. basically their whole thing is doing exactly this. Their whole thing is going out in the streets and just preaching okay. the gospel. And so they've been doing it for a while. I okay. don't know exactly how many years, but uh, they've been doing it for a while and they, they've, they've found some, some good trends and, you know, they found some good things that they've, they've noticed some things that work, noticed the things that don't work. And so what we did is, uh, we had a couple of weeks of, uh, some training sessions on how to evangelize, you know, okay. how, how should we approach people, you know? Um, so a, a big thing is we're, we're, we're trying at the end of the day to strike up a conversation with them. So it's not mm-hmm. like we're on a street corner yelling, mm-hmm. you know, with a big old sign that says, you know, repent now. And like, and if you, if you're, if in like a, a big billboard that has a list of sins and it's like, oh, if you have, yeah. if you're one of these, you better repent now or you're going to hell. You yeah. know, that's, that's, that's yeah. one particular way of doing it. Um, but Saint, this, the, the method in which we were trained is, is to, we're trying to steer away from that. We're trying to keep yes. the conversation more positive because we're yes. trying to, we're trying to establish that relational aspect. You know, yes. we want, we want them to be, feel like they can be vulnerable with us, you know, and we, we want them to, to, for them to feel safe enough that they are, they're willing to share their views. Right. They're willing to, you know, you know, receive what we have to give because at the end of the day, we're, we're given the gospel and that is good news, you know? The gospel is good news. And if people aren't, you know, they start hearing like, oh, well, I have to do this. I have to do that. I have to do that. Yeah. People start getting defensive. Yeah. So what St. Paul Street Evangelization does is just kind of give us the tools to engage in conversation with, uh, with just random people on the street in such a way that, pr- that we're able, we put ourselves in a position to present the gospel positively. Okay. It's, it's kind of really interesting, just a little, little tips and tricks about, you know, how to start conversations, how to continue conversations. Uh, like a, a major thing, which I really love doing is, um, I just have a bunch of rosaries in my hand and yeah. as people are walking by, I say, Hey, would you like a free rosary? <laughs> you know, it's just a very, like very simple thing that, yeah. you know, I'm offering a gift and, and yeah. it's a college campus too. So you hear the word free. It's like, Oh yeah, this is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Let's, you know, you know your crowd. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, know your crowd. Yeah, it's like, oh, and it's kind of, it's really fascinating too. Like, you know, th- there's a lot of people on the campus who they're like, oh, I've never seen one of those before. Is it like a bracelet? Is it oh, like a wow. necklace? That and it's like, op- that just opens the door right there to a Yeah, great and you know, they start asking questions about it. And, and if, even if they don't ask questions about it, you know, I could ask things like, well, have you ever heard about the rosary? And, you yeah. know, sometimes they'll say, like, oh, I've never heard about it. And I'm like, well, let me, let me tell you a little bit about it. Yeah. Um, and then maybe there's some, a lot of times we'll, you know, we're in a, we're in a location where there's a bunch of Catholics. So yeah. <laughs> when we often give out a few rosary, you know, free rosaries, they'll be like, oh, I have one of these. And then that's a, you know, it's a conversation yeah. starter. It's like, oh, are you Catholic? And I'm like, yeah. And then, and then you get the conversation rolling and you start hearing where they're from. And then it's just kind of a, just a mission to just kind of keep on drilling down, you know, at, pressing into them a little bit and seeing, you know, okay. try to try to see if they can articulate well, what they believe in, you know. So let's 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 talk about that. So I'm imagining you've probably you said you've done it a few times. Mm-hmm. So I imagine you've seen like a full range of responses. Oh yeah. Uh, so tell tell me talk to me a little bit about that. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Without getting well, just personal, kind of, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Oh, totally. Totally. Yeah. Well, definitely. Like I think. Going into it, one of the biggest fears that I had was like, how are people going to react to me yeah. when I like yeah, start that saying my, that? Like, that would be my, I'd be afraid, I'd be afraid that people would be like, you know, like, yeah, get out, you know, swear it at me and get out of here. Oh yeah, exactly. It's like, you have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just even like, just, just even the possibility of that happening. It's like, yeah. oh gosh, like, oh man. <laughs> uh, but I'll tell you what, those, those experiences are, are few and far between. There are, there are some sure. people who will kind of, you know, give you a little grief. I know. And it's. I don't know. When I experienced that now, like I've, I've experienced it a few times now, but I just yeah. kind of remember the gospel where, you know, Jesus says, you know, uh, you know, blessed are you when they insult you and persecute yeah. you for, you know, yeah. you know, rejoice and leap for joy in that day for great is your reward in heaven. So there's like a certain sense where like, you know, you can understand that, you know, you know this, we live in a wounded world, you know, we Bingo. live in a place where, Bingo. where people are just really deeply hurt. And, you know, you have to understand when you're hearing yes. people, you know, say that kind of stuff that it's, it's, it's not, not personal. It's not personal. It's, it's yeah. It, 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 yeah. To me, when that happens, that sort of thing happens, it's, you got to pray for them extra hard because there's you something really that you, you've touched something. Mm-hmm. on them and you they're struggling and that's just how it's coming out and yeah you can't take it personal I yeah guess. exactly yeah. exactly in a certain way it's like it's a blessing that you're able to see that because you're yes. able to see well first you're able to see like wow like this world really is broken and you know there yeah. are a lot of people who really still need to hear yeah. you know jesus's good news you know even in the even in the 21st century you have people who don't really have have an like have an idea of like yeah. how awesome the power of the gospel yeah. is, um, and it's just it's just it boggles my mind. So the the the, the reaction that kind of makes me the most sad though is is yeah. the reaction of uh, of indifference. That's probably most of the uh, experience that we <laughs> yeah. yeah you know yeah. you you're because uh, you, you know you try to start a conversation with people with uh, you know oh here you want a free rosary and you know they'll usually you know no I don't want it. Yeah. And then, well, usually we'll try, we'll try our best to, you know, see if we can engage with conversation with them anyway. So, you know, seeing like, you know, saying like, hey, we're just, you know, people from the college, from the Catholic group, and we're just kind of asking people what they mm-hmm. think about God. Can I have a moment of your time? Or even like uh, one of the favorite, one of, one of my favorite ones recently that I've been going to is like, oh, is there anything that you'd like us to pray for you for? And usually that, ah. that causes people to stop and think about yeah. it, you know, sometimes. That's but, beautiful. Yeah. But sometimes, sometimes, uh, you know, sometimes people just, you know, they, they're not interested and they, they make it, they either, you know, just like ignore you completely or, or that. Yeah. And that, that, that definitely hurts the most too. Yeah, um, 
but it's it's but once again it's just it's an opportunity once again to see just the brokenness of the world and just kind of see just even like how busy people are and let people, me just you offer know. you this as a bit of a, a con- consolation on that even the people that ignore you it's still in their head that hey mm-hmm. here is somebody that was here you know mm-hmm. it's still you're still impacting them so don't mm-hmm. think that you're not you still are it's still in their head that hey there's somebody here there's something there. So tell me some of the good stories. Tell me some. Yeah. Of the, oh yeah. yeah. Well, it's definitely it's not all gloom and doom. There's no, a I lot know. It was yeah. really awesome. Some really yeah. awesome stories. So, yeah, it's it uh, probably one of the most amazing things about this is like seeing just the variety of things that people believe and kind of getting a sense of it and just like. It's 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 amazing to me all the time just how many people just don't have like an understanding of what the Christian message fundamentally is. Um, and like even and it's even like something to hear among like young Catholics as well. You know, very often we'll talk to young Catholics and they you know they'll we'll, we'll ask about you know what home parish they grew up at and you know sometimes sometimes they can't say it off the top of their head. Sometimes they have to think about it and yeah. when you know we ask them about like you know how they've been going you know have they been going to church and yeah. It gives us an opportunity too, just to kind of like talk about like, well, can I give you a good reason why I love going to church? And it gives you an opportunity mm. to talk about like the Eucharist and talk yeah. about uh, just gathering, uh, you know, praying together as a community at mass and, and being in the presence of Christ. And it's really amazing just seeing like, you know, people, you know, say like, oh man, well, I've never really thought of it that way or, oh wow, that's right. kind of interesting. Uh, and like even one of the first ones, one of the first experiences that I had talking to a student on campus was this guy who was like, like, you can definitely tell he had a pretty good mind on him because he was, he was, he was using a lot of like very high philosophical terms, but he said like, yeah, no, I'm an ardent atheist. And I'm like, oh, wow. It's like, well, let's, let's unpack that a little bit. You know, why, why is that? And he was, he was dating somebody who was Catholic and um, I just gave him, uh, gave him some, uh, just some of the knowledge that I received from seminary talking, like dialoguing with atheism and, uh, and he was, he was thinking about it. He was asking some really good questions. And at the end of it, he said, well, yeah, thank you for spending time with me. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to consider what you said and I'm going to, I'm going to see what, uh, what's, what there is in this for me. And I want to pause on that right there because we had mentioned this before, but before you were able to go to seminary, you got your master's in philosophy. Right? I did. Yeah, that's correct. So, I mean, that's why, you know, you know, because you have that grounding. So, you know, the, what's true, the truth of the church isn't just true within religion. It's true within philosophy as well. And I think that's mm-hmm. when I heard truth you say truth. that. Yeah, truth is truth. So when I heard you say you were there with an atheist, like, boy, now you've got the tools to to engage uh, with this with this it was a man I think you said right he uh, we were able mm-hmm. to engage with him and uh, yeah that's that's beautiful and it sounds like it was a respectful discussion and that's yeah of thing. absolutely he was very yeah. kind and you know he was he was definitely open to the arguments that I gave and he's and he very you know very humbly said well I'll think about it and uh, you know take it you know really think about it I'm like and you, that's the thing too is like. When you're doing this street evangelization, you can't expect to get, you know, sometimes you can get some pretty radical conversions. And I've heard a lot of stories of people who've gotten some really awesome conversion stories. But, you know, very often you're just you're just like the first step in a long process. Yeah, you're just it's like it's almost like you're just sowing seeds in a sense. You know, someone someone won't. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And there's a certain joy in it. There's a joy in like just kind of like scattering the seed and like, I don't know where I don't know if this is growing. (laughs) I don't know if this is growing, but I'm just scattering it. And just it's a really it's a really beautiful exercise in trust in the Lord as well, because the, you know, the Lord's word is faithful. Yeah. It's fruitful. It's effective. 
Now, and I, so if we, when you're when we're sowing, like we don't we don't know how it's going to end up, and we might not know until we get to heaven. But you know, we could yep. be sowing seeds of you know a future saint, you know, or a future yep. priest, or a future yep. nun, or you know, we don't know. And it's just really beautiful to just kind of like be able to just kind of like sow the seed of the word with just like reckless abandon, which is wonderful. So then let me kind of take this off. So we're talking about the people to whom you're evangelizing, but I want to talk about you uh, in Mm -hmm. a sense is how does this, how how have you found this aid in your formation? Because that's the process. You're going through the formation process right now. How has this aided you in your formation? I'm assuming it has, that's assuming it has aided you. Yeah, Uh, no, it definitely has. No, that's a good question. So Um, I think we've mentioned this before, but seminary has what they call like four pillars, like yeah. four distinct uh, areas of, of, of kind of like priestly formation. So you have like your academic pillar. So a big part of seminary is like learning, you know, about the truths of the faith and learning how to, you know, articulate them and express them. And that's great. That's a really important pillar. You know, we also have a spiritual pillar, you know our liturgies that we pray every day. You know, we pray the liturgy of the hours. We have a holy hour that we pray. Um, then we also have like a human formation pillar, you know, being with our brothers and learning how to be just a, just a good man. And the the last pillar is the pastoral formation pillar. So basically this would be where evangelization would fall under the pastoral pillar. And at the end of the day, it's the the point of the pastoral pillar is, you know, we're learning a lot of these things, uh, in, in our academic formation, you know, we're, we're, we're gaining insight from the chapel but what is it going to look like when the rubber hits the road? You know, right. we need to express these truths of the faith to, you know, those people out in the streets, you know, those people in our parishes. And, you know, the pastoral formation aspect is it kind of asks the question, you know, how do I integrate my academics with the real world? You know, how do I how do I express the truths of faith to people who don't understand them or haven't heard them? Mm-hmm. And so being able to go out and evangelize is an awesome opportunity to see where the rubber hits the road. And you really start seeing how the academics that you've been learning in seminary really yeah. apply to the here and now. Yeah, I was going to ask that. So have you, it's almost like a test. In a, I mean, I'm sorry. In a but certain I mean, sense, kind of. It's, and it, yeah. I don't mean that negatively. I mean, it's like, you know, you've been studying these things and, but when it's, it's a, a sports analogy, it's like, hey, you do practice, you practice, you practice, and then you go to the game and it's like, hey, all these things I practiced worked, you know, wet, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, uh, yeah, that, I think that's a great analogy. Yeah, it's definitely feeling like you're you're stepping up to the plate and you're swinging the bat. And yeah. what's so beautiful is like do, being able to do that in seminary. When you swing the bat and you miss a few times, you're like, yeah. oh, okay. It's like now I want to <laughs> go back to practice this a bit more with yeah. a little bit more. Because I, I definitely know coming back, you know, coming back from evangelization, yes. you know, sometimes I get questions that I'm like, oh man, I think I did not yeah. nail that question at all. Like I really need to like think about this and study this in like a new way. And it kind of like going back to the books, you have like that new insight, that new experience of like, oh, okay, so these are my weaknesses. And here's, mm-hmm. you know, here, here, you know, I, I'd really want to read up on this particular thing, or I want to really look up this particular thing. So it, it brings like new, like emphasis and new vigor to like the academic studies, because, you know, very often, you know, you, you can get into like an academic kind of like mindset where it's yeah. like, okay, I'm just jumping through hoops. I just want to pass the test. I want to mm-hmm. pass the quiz. But, you know, at the end of the day, we're not gaining knowledge just to like pass our classes and get like a piece of paper that said that we jumped through all the hoops, but you know, we're learning this stuff so that we can proclaim it. So like going out and like, these are, it's almost like a spring training game, Yeah, uh, you know, going out and, you know, we're swinging the bat a little bit, you know, yep. getting our legs, you know, all, yeah. all set up and, and, you know, kind of realizing, you know, and it's a little bit of trial and error. Yeah. Um, 
but just realizing what you need, what we need to work on and what we need to continue to improve. And, you know, it's also awesome that, you know, we have the ability to go back to seminary and to, you know, keep training, keep, keep honing our minds on that. So, yeah. Yeah. This is fantastic that this is integrated into your formation here. I think this, I think in in thinking about it, it's like just hearing what you're saying today, boy, it really fits in well so like you said, your formation is not just academics. It's not just mm-hmm. all in your head. And it's not just within your community of, because I know that you're, you have face sharing with, with your fellow seminarians, but yeah, mm-hmm. getting it out there, getting to do it. Let me ask you, is, is it going to continue throughout the, your remainder or is this just something that's during your, your time now in second year or will it continue throughout third and fourth year? Or, or is yeah, that's a good know? question. Yeah. Um, so each year, so different seminaries do different things for their pastoral yeah. formation. Uh, at Sacred Heart, this is the year where we do evangelization. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we really focus in on, you know, going out to college campuses and evangelizing. And in the yeah. first semester, we might have talked about this earlier, but going door to door and evangelizing as well. Yeah. Um, so there's different different emphases that uh, d- the different years of seminary, okay. uh, you know, make. So like, for example, when, you know, God willing, I'll be ordained a deacon, yeah. Uh, they'll have me go to a parish and, 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 you know, maybe run like an RCIA program mm, or run right. like a baptismal prep, a marriage prep, or, right. you know, doing something, you know, once again, a pastoral pillar, it's where, you know, the academics meet the real world, you know, where, you know, what does it look like? You know, how do I prepare people for these sacraments? How do I prepare people to receive the faith? Um, and it just kind of looks different every year. Okay. Yeah. Well, fantastic. Um, anything else, Stephen? I think, I think we pretty much... Yeah, no, I think this is it. It's I've I've just found a lot of joy in evangelizing, more joy than I thought that I would. It's because ah. it's a very scary thing. Yeah, you yeah. Know? So you it's went in a, a very, little very scared. Scary thing. It's a little, yeah, fantastic. It's like and it's like it's one of the highlights of my week. So I love going out. So so very often, you know, very often it's like working out though. You know, you're 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 on the. It's like oh man, I gotta go back out and evangelize. But then you come <laughs> out and you're like, boy, that was awesome. I can't wait to do it again next week. So, fantastic. but it's, it's, it has been, it has been a real grace and it's been a real blessing. So I'm, I'm very thankful that the seminary has this for their program. Great. And thank, thank you so much for sharing that with us. I think it was really, it helps complete for me, the picture of your formation. I think that, so thank mm-hmm. you much for sharing, sharing that with us. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. My pleasure. Well, I think that wraps up uh, our episode for today. Um, uh, as I said to listeners, uh, there's no charge for uh, father and dad, but we do ask for one form of payment. If you like what you've heard, please tell two friends and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so you'll get them automatically. Thank you for listening. He came down to-